everyone, and welcome to RV Miles. I am your host this week, Abby, who, along with my partner, Jason, who is normally sitting right across from me or right next to me, we are full-time travelers crisscrossing North America with our three boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry. If you are joining the podcast for the very first time, welcome. You have chosen a very unique episode to join us on this week. We have a little bit of a shakeup around the RV Miles network, if that's what we want to call it. Um, And before we really get into the episode, which is going to be a little bit different, obviously, This is not our normal introduction. Jason and I usually trade off a little bit, but he is not here and he may not be here for a few more weeks. So you're going to have me and I'm going to do my very best to be as entertaining and as genuine and honest and insightful as I can be. And maybe we'll have a little bit of fun. I don't think we'll be doing any fresh tank, black tank. We're kind of in a black tank right now. (laughs) So I think every week without Jason to sort of counterbalance me, my black tank would essentially be what we're going to start the show off with, which is talking a little bit about why Jason is not sitting by my side. For a lot of you who follow us or share adventures with us over on the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you probably know that Jason has been in the hospital and he has been in the hospital now for almost a week to give a little backstory as to why Jason is in the hospital. And I will preface this by saying that um, I'm going to do my best not to cry And I'm going to do my best to keep this podcast episode as upbeat and as light as possible, because as much as I would like to go into a corner somewhere, curl up in a ball and just rock back and forth and pretend like this nightmare is not happening, that is not how adulting works. And I am adulting. I am an adult and I have three children and I have a husband who needs a strong partner. And I also want to do this for Jason and do this so that I can keep these home fires burning so that when he comes back to this podcast, he comes back to a podcast that is whole. So, um, Back to Jason, though. So a few weeks ago, Jason had come to me and he had said, when I cough, I feel this pain kind of at the top right of my head, top left of my head. And we have really been suffering from allergies the whole family since we came into North Dakota. It's just that time of year. So we thought maybe he had a sinus infection. That, you know, so we started doing some things to help him with that, some medication and whatnot, and didn't really mention it again. So when we were recently at Icelandic State Park, which is one of the best state parks we have ever been to, and I had thought about talking about it on today's episode, but it was such an amazing family time that I would really like to save that for when Jason is sitting next to me, because Jason will be sitting next to me soon, someday. 
I cannot think of it as any other way but that. So while we were at Icelandic State Park, he came in from driving back from the bathhouse. It was pitch black that night. There was no moon, new moon. And he was really um, shaken. Very, very shaken, I should say. Uh, Startled me actually when he came in and I immediately asked him, what's wrong? What has happened while you were out there? And he said that uh, while he was driving back, all of a sudden he just couldn't see. He couldn't see anything. He didn't really know if he was driving on the road. He didn't know if there were going to be people out on the road. Uh, Everything, the headlights, sort of just like the headlights went dark for him a little bit. Like that's what he felt like was happening, that it was the car, that the headlights on the car had gone dim. And we chalked it up to maybe there was something going on with the lights, that it was pitch black outside. I mean, I had stepped outside and it was dark. So here was something else that we had kind of been able to talk away. Um, And so we continued on our travels and we headed to Minot, North Dakota for the FMCA's 100th convention. And we rolled into town on Tuesday. We were having an absolutely wonderful time. We were meeting some really great people, just really enjoying the atmosphere and being at the convention. And Wednesday night around 10 o'clock, Jason comes to me and he says that he needs to talk to me in private. And of course, anyone who lives in an RV knows nothing is private. So of course, the kids are very concerned. They're asking, what's wrong, dad? What's wrong? And he says, no, no, I just need to talk to mom. But I could see in his eyes that it was serious. So we step about as far away as we can get in our little 37-foot trailer. The kids are on one end, we're on the other. And he says to me, I need you to take me to the ER. And uh, I immediately, for a lot of reasons, and maybe someday we'll get into them a little bit more here, I begin to sort of like hyperventilate. And I say, why, why? No, 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 you don't need to go to the ER. Like, what, why, what's wrong? And he says that um, he's become dizzy. And that he's seeing double. And from everything that he's been reading today, that's not a good sign. And that he needs to get to the ER. So I say, okay, let's go. Yeah, you got to get to the ER. We load up the kids into the truck. Uh, There's a hospital here in Minot about two miles from where we were. I drive him over there. We drop him off at the ER because obviously I'm not going to stay with the kids. And I think... For anyone who, regardless if you're a full-time traveler or not, is in a location where there are not um, friends or family that you can call on to watch your kids in the middle of the night, to take your partner to the ER with something that you know is really serious and have to drop them off and drive away because you need to take your kids home and you need to be there just as much for them is pretty much splitting your heart in two. Your heart goes one way into the ER and your heart goes another way back to your home. So uh, we dropped him off and I took the kids home. I put them into bed and I proceeded to just sit and stare at the wall and wait. You know, it's amazing how time seems to stop and yet time seems to just go by forever. And Jason received the most excellent care 
at this ER, before he had finished the paperwork, they already had him back into a room. It was like he couldn't be fast enough for them, which is the complete opposite of anything we had ever experienced in an ER when we were living in Chicago. In fact, when I returned to the ER after the birth of Henry and I had been discharged and there were some complications with that birth for me and something happened while I was at home several days later and I had to be rushed back to the hospital, we still sat for six hours in the ER before anything actually progressed for me. And that was because I was not the most immediate. So to know that Jason was moved through as quickly as he was because either they felt that he was the most immediate or we just perhaps happened to catch a slow night in the ER, I don't know. Within an hour, maybe two, they were doing an MRI of his head. Call it what you will. Um, the universe looking down on Jason, um, a guardian angel, whatever you want to call it, the neurosurgeon for the hospital just so happened to be at the ER at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, because unfortunately his daughter wasn't well. And he immediately was on Jason's case. His daughter thankfully was, um, well enough that he felt like he could step away from her And he immediately began to treat my husband. And within five hours, we knew that Jason needed to have emergency brain surgery. And if you have, I don't even want to say that. To get a phone call from someone you love at three o'clock in the morning and to have to hear the fear in their voice as they try to study themselves because Jason knows me. We've been married long enough that he's got a pretty good idea of how I might react. And uh, the first thing out of his mouth was, I don't want you to be afraid. Don't want you to panic over what I'm about to tell you. And I knew then that it wasn't going to just be a sinus infection. So, uh, he was admitted, and that was uh, very early Thursday morning. Uh, Friday morning at 8 a.m., he went into surgery to have the lesion that they believed it to be uh, taken off of his brain, which had, um, which was killing him, essentially. He had but days to live. So uh, they got him in there. And uh, when they removed the piece of skull that they needed to remove in order to get at this infection or this tumor or whatever it was going to be, uh, that man's brain popped out of his head because it was so swollen and it needed somewhere to go. And so it just popped that piece of skull that they had cut right off. And uh, there was no getting that back on. So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's this very strange thing that here we are a week later and Jason is still missing that little piece of his skull because we are waiting for the swelling in his brain to go down. And the surgery lasted about three hours and uh, they did determine, it seemed like, that it was going to be um, not a tumor, that it was an abscess. 
And even though uh, no one wanted to 100% confirm that because there was uh, microbiology and pathology that needed to get involved and they were also sending this off to Mayo and they wanted Mayo to take a look at it. So it was going to be several days before anyone wanted to fully say what was going on with Jason, but all signs pointed towards an infection. And so that is what they immediately started treating him for while they waited for the results. I cannot say enough about Trinity Health here in Minot, North Dakota. They have done nothing but treat my husband to the very best of their abilities. And they have been five steps ahead of us the whole time. And I don't know if we would have, we just landed where we needed to be. And it's scary to be so far away from our home bases. We immediately, of course, by Friday morning had parents, my in-laws, Jason's parents, and my best friend of 25 years and, and her husband, who is also my very best friend, right by our sides, by my side, by my kid's side, by Jason's side. And all of you listening, all out there, have been by his side and I cannot thank you enough. And I don't want to make this like, again, I want to keep this really, really light but Jason and I will never be able to fully pay back all of the kindness and the prayers and the light and the love and the support and the empathy and the understanding that you have showered upon us in the last six days. We're just two people who sit down to do a podcast because we talk too much. I mean, it's like... You know, we're just, we just like to talk and we just like to travel and we just love to RV and we love to share that. And we're just two people. And I don't know what we have done in our lives to deserve the kind of kindness that we've been given over the last week, but I will do everything in my power to always pay that forward. And so I, we're going to, I'm going to take a little break because I need to take a little break and go wipe my eyes. And then uh, I'll finish this story up. And then we're going to have a little fun later in the podcast because the one little person who has not been able to join us and talk about his life on the road is going to join me today. And that is my little Henry our six-year-old, and he's going to come on towards the end, and he's just going to share some of his thoughts about being out on the road with his mommy and daddy. So we will be back in just a moment. Now I'm sure that you know how much we love our Pelican cooler. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep it real, real about Pelican this week because Pelican totally saved my butt when 
I needed to buy some groceries because I have not been buying groceries this week. If you open up that refrigerator, boy, we got nothing, but we needed to pick up a few things, a few just like perishable items. So I was at the store with the kids. I get a phone call from Jason. He needs me to bring him something at the hospital. He needs something. So what do I do? It's hot in the truck. I've got to take stuff over to Jason. I know it's going to take a while to do that. Pelican cooler in the back of the truck, all my perishables go in there, lock it up. They're just as cold an hour and a half later as they were when I bought them. So Pelican coolers, if you are looking for something that, hey, maybe you'll have a, you know, someone you know who needs to have brain surgery. I mean, who knows, right? I don't mean to sound morbid, but it could happen. So have a Pelican cooler in the back of your car, <laughs> like, because <laughs> you never know. So if you are interested in checking out Pelican coolers, you need to go over to pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. And then you are going to get a free tumbler to keep your drink nice and cold. Because believe me, I have been to Starbucks a few times this week and you are going to get a free tumbler with any hard side cooler purchase. That is pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. And then you will get a free tumbler with any cooler purchase. And while we are chatting about things that are saving my butt, let's talk about Togo. Because as you know, Togo has been our go-to for all things RV. And when you create a Togo ID, you are unlocking the entire ecosystem of RV products and resources that Togo has to offer. Some of our newer RV friends love the library of how-to content and video tutorials, while some love the trip planning and organizational aspects. I love the organizational aspect because as I had to move the trailer this week with Jason in the hospital, I needed something to focus me in and to have something like Togo where I could look at it and know what I needed to do really was a lifesaver. Now, there is another thing we love about Togo, and you guys have heard us talk about this. We love the Togo Roadlink, the Roadlink C2. It is a Wi-Fi booster combined with a 4G LTE antenna, and this small all-in-one dome easily installs on your roof and can be controlled by an app instead of a clunky portal. To make things even better, Roadlink has joined forces with AT&T to offer an unlimited 4G LTE data plan specifically for RVers. So go simplify your travel experience and visit runswithtogo.com. That's runswithtogo spelled T-O-G-O. An RV that runs with Togo enjoys more miles with less trials. All right, so where was I? Jason has surgery. Yes, there we are. So he has surgery. He comes out of it, takes about three hours. We'll just, just dive right back into this story, right? Like there's no need to set this up. <laughs> so he has a surgery for about three hours. He is moved to ICU and we get to see him pretty soon. And, you know, for someone who just went through what he went through, he looked pretty good. Again, they were going to treat him for an infection because that's really what all the signs were showing. He has continued over the last week to be treated for the infection. He was there in the ICU for several days. He got moved to PCU, which is the progressive care unit. And now he's graduated up recently to the next level, which means he's getting closer and closer to discharge. During all of this, you know, we were supposed to be on our way to Bismarck. And then eventually to Medora and Theodore Roosevelt National Park. And obviously all of that 
has come off of the table. We're very sad that we cannot continue our North Dakota experience, but we are thankful that when we get to come back, we will do that with Jason. So because we didn't really have any campgrounds lined up here, this was a little bit of a scramble for me. And thankfully, I again, I had this support system and we quickly... Um, found a KOA. Now I want to, I want to sidebar this really quick. And I just want to say that FMCA, when they heard what was going on, they were nothing but supportive. They were helping me find someone who could move the truck and trailer because y'all know I haven't learned how to do that yet. And that's on me and that's on Jason and we should have known better. And it was on our to-do list and we didn't do it. And you know, I can't, I, I can't say anything more than that. And, but nobody blinked an eye. Nobody blinked an eye at me that I didn't know how to do this. And they just said, what do you need? How can we help you? They gave me a peace of mind in a section of all of this swirling tornado of chaos that I, I didn't even know I needed. And they knew I needed it. And I appreciate that about them. I appreciate my family and my friends who also knew I was a swirling tornado of chaos and found a place for us to go, found a hotel for us to go. I didn't do anything. I just, I kind of just sat there. I just sat there stunned a lot of times and sort of just someone said, this is what you need, not do you need this? Because I think anyone who's been in this situation, either you as the patient or the loved one or the, the really close relative of someone going through this, it's so hard when everyone says, what do you need? And not because they're saying that to you, because it's, it's overwhelming that so many people want to help you. But you kind of don't know what you need. You don't know which way to turn. You, I just kept thinking I was going to wake up from a nightmare. And the nightmare wasn't ending. All I could think about was that I can't do life without Jason. RV Miles, See America, America's National Parks podcast, Perform Inc., our theater publication, those were all his dreams. This man is always dreaming of the next thing. He is always looking at the world and seeing it in color. And he's He's like my own Sunday in the park with George sometimes. Like as it, it also in the infuriating way. George and Dot have a uh, musical theater. So I can't do this. I don't want to do this without him. I can do this podcast and I can sit here and you all can listen to me ramble on. And a lot of this is not going to get edited out because I don't really know how to edit all that well. But I don't want to do this without him. And it looks like, thankfully, I will not have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we are six days out now and they have discovered what he has and it is a bacteria that is just ripping through his brain and it's a bacteria found in soil, commonly found in soil. And so it'll be interesting. I don't think we'll ever really be able to trace back exactly when and how he was exposed to it, but it may change a little bit of how we travel. You know, Jason does not have a spleen, so he's a uh, compromised individual in regards to his immunity to things. 
So some things may change around here as we travel around. Jason may get to know gloves really, really well when he's outside. I don't know. But um, right now, I think this is a great place to stop because it's a positive note. Jason is getting better. Progress, no matter how small, is still progress. And I say that to myself every day. He is frustrated. He wants his vision back. He is still seeing double. He cannot read all of the beautiful messages that you are sending him. I am reading them to him. And uh, that's tough for him. But I do not doubt that it will return. It may not be 100%, but I do not doubt that it will return and he will return to writing and he will return to designing and creating. And that part of him is not going to be lost, even if he has to find it in a new way. So we are going to take another short little break. And when we return... Mr. Henry Corwin is going to join me on the podcast, so stay tuned. And now a quick message from our friends over at Wholesale Warranties. RVs break down. Trust us on this one. And with repair costs averaging $300 per hour between parts and labor, there's no time like the present to protect your life on the road with Wholesale Warranties. Wholesale Warranties is the leading provider of warranty protection in the RV community. With a focus on reliable coverage and customer service, Wholesale Warranties keeps you on the road where you belong. Don't let repair bills sideline your summer RV trip. Your RV will break, but with Wholesale Warranties, your budget doesn't have to. Get a free quote today so you can travel with peace of mind tomorrow. Visit WholesaleWarranties.com or call 800-939-2806 for your free quote. And of course, the show is also brought to you by our friends over at Shady Rays. Jason hasn't really been able to wear his Shady Rays this week, but I have been. It's beautiful here in the North Dakota area. And one of the great things about Shady Rays is that they just look good no matter where you are. You don't have to be in a national park to look good in your Shady Rays. You can be in Minot, North Dakota and still be rocking the Rays. If you would like to get a pair of Shady Rays, heck, you should get two pairs of Shady Rays because they have an amazing deal for RV Miles listeners. You can get 50% off your total purchase of two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. Just go over to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code RV for 50% off your total purchase of two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. And now let's get back to the show because Henry cannot wait to chat with you. So we are back and I have a very special guest with me. Hello, special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Who are you? Henry. Henry. Now, Henry is the youngest traveler in our family. How old are you, Henry? Six. Six. You just turned six this summer, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. Do you remember where you were when we turned? you turned six? At Grandma Kathleen. At Grandma Kathleen's. We were in Tennessee, weren't we? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So Henry has a bunch of stuff that he wants to talk about. It's been a very long time. You've been waiting a very long time to come on the podcast, haven't you? Yeah, I haven't been on here in a long time. Yeah, you've actually never sat down and talked to us, have you? I've only talked to you guys when I was like four. When you were four, you mm-hmm. talked to us on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, that is a long time ago because you're six now. Yep. Yes. So Henry, how are you? How are you doing today? All right, so can you tell me what, because you very much want, you felt very jealous when your brothers got to have that whole episode where they talked about restaurants, right? So you feel like you're due to be able to talk about restaurants. Guys, you guys forgot me. They forgot you? I was just playing a game, and then you guys forgot me. You didn't even talk to me to get me on the podcast. Well, you know, to be honest, I didn't even know brothers were up there doing that. I was just as surprised as you were. So why don't you tell me your two favorite restaurants? Probably my first favorite, probably McDonald's. Oh, that's a real shock. Okay. Yes, McDonald's. Aren't you the one in our family that anytime we go somewhere, you taste a French fry and then you rate whether or not it's made like McDonald's French fries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. And what's your second favorite? Probably Olive Garden. We were just at Olive Garden the other night with Nana and Papa and Grandpa and Aunt Jenny and Uncle Grant, weren't we? Yep. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What did you eat there? What do you always eat there? I always eat fettuccine alfredo and mozzarella sticks. And breadsticks? Oh, mozzarella sticks. Yeah, you like mozzarella sticks a lot, don't you? Yeah, I always have been wanting 1,000 mozzarella you want me to buy you 1,000 mozzarella sticks every mm-hmm. time we go to a restaurant, don't you? Mm-hmm. So outside of eating, because obviously we eat a lot yeah. out on the road, what yeah. is one place, and you can't say Fish Lake, you got to pick somewhere else, what is maybe one place we've been to that you really, really like? It has to be Fish Lake. It has to be Fish Lake? Yes. So Fish Lake was our very, very first campground. It was the first campground we went to when we moved out of our home in downtown Chicago. And we stayed at Fish Lake for a couple of months, didn't we? Yes. Yes. So this was before the podcast, so I don't know how much we've ever really talked about Fish Lake on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell Mama what you really like about there? Because it's been three years. One thing I didn't really like about it was the park. There wasn't much things to do at the park. It was small. And I really liked how there was a beach. I really liked how we went with Nate and Oliver there. You went with your friends Nate and Oliver. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Anytime we had friends that came and camped with us at Fish Lake, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah. What else did you like about Fish Lake that has um, stuck with you? Probably the beach. Just the beach. The beach made a really big impact on you. They had a lot of fun things there, too, didn't they? That really fun yeah. Halloween parade that we went oh, on. yeah. Yeah, that was a lot yeah, of fun. I don't really remember it, but... But you know that we did it. Yeah. Yeah, and our friends, Brooke and Owen and Zachary, they were there with you, too. Yep. Yeah. So, outside of Fish Lake, what is something else about traveling that you remember, that you enjoy doing? I really like going to White Sands. You really liked when we went to White Sands? Because me and my brothers, we played like we were rolling down a hill into the Sarlacc from Star Wars. The Sarlacc, you were rolling down into it and you are trying to save each other. Were any of you being Lando or Han or Chewie? I 
actually don't know what I think we're just rolling down the hill and trying to keep ourselves from not going down. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We really, really loved White Sands, didn't we? It's so big that I just want to adventure it all. It is so big, and I felt the same way. I wanted to adventure it all, too. Yeah, but we kind of want to look at night, and we have to sleep there. Yeah, we don't want to sleep at White Sands, do we? We don't want to sleep on sand. And we went sledding there. You can sled on the sand. That's pretty cool to go sledding on sand. I, it was so fun. I was like, at first, I didn't really want to do it. I was real scared, so I, I did it. Just not on a big mountain. <laughs> yeah, like on a little one. Yeah. Yeah, but then with Daddy's help, you did a great job at it. Daddy really showed you how not to be I'm afraid. And, we, and I got... Filmed. <laughs> yes, you did. You sure did. Sliding down. You got filmed sliding down, yeah. What is um, what is something else that you would like to share about being a kid on the road? What would you say to other kids who want to go travel on the road? What would you tell them? that? I would tell them to go to Fish Lake, White Sands. Mm-hmm. Uh... What would you tell them it's like living in something small. Do you like living in a, in a trailer where we're all very close to each other? You really want to go inside a cabin. You like going inside cabins? I, mean, I only have been in one, and that was really cool. I had a movie theater, there's a pool, and there was like um, a, a arcade. Yeah, you know, I have to say about that, Henry, I think that that put your expectations of cabins probably into a stratosphere that most cabins cannot <laughs> compete with. That was a super, super cabin for a super, super special event, wasn't it? That was really big. I loved it. You loved it. So if a kid was out traveling on the road, you would tell them to maybe every once in a while enjoy a cabin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. think kids should do the Junior Ranger program? Yes, that was awesome. I loved it because we don't have our curtains up, but if we had them up, there would be so many badges on there because we just would pour badges on there. How many we would get, we just put them on there. We sure did. We've collected a lot of badges, haven't we? I got we? Um, Jake Never and Pirates. Ethan got Doctor Who and Jack got... He just has a color. You're talking about the designs on your curtains, mm-hmm. right? You have Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Ethan is Doctor Who, and Jack has a red color on his. And I didn't put the badges on the inside because I didn't want box of Jake and Neverland Pirates. Right, so we put them on the outside of the curtain. Mm-hmm. Well, Henry, thank you so much for joining Mama today on the podcast. It was very, very nice to have you as my friend on the show to talk to you and get to know a little bit more about you as a traveler. I am not your friend, I'm your son. Well, okay. (laughs) Touche, Henry. Can we still be friends? And can you be my son? Yes. Okay, I love you very much. Thank you for coming on the show. Okay. You want to say bye to everybody? Do we have any more date rides? Maybe, son. Bye. I would like to thank Henry for joining me on the podcast this week. I'd also like to give a shout out to Fish Lake, number one in this kid's heart, three years running. And that is saying a lot because we have been to a lot of campgrounds and had a lot of fun as we have traveled around. And I know 
that we're going to continue to go to a lot of campgrounds and have a lot of fun as soon as we get Jason healthy and well and able to be back on the road. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for your grace and your patience as I work through what it is like to sit here and talk without my partner. And until next week, I don't know any other way to sign off other than to just say, keep logging those RV miles and we will see you down the road. Mm -hmm.